Hey, if you're here, God's got something special for you today. We have already encountered Him in worship, and we're going to encounter Him in Word. Young man got, I can't remember if it was an elevator. He came through a door in the library at Mississippi State, and he had a leg that was messed up. He, was, he is a Marine. You don't ever stop being a Marine, I'm told. He is a Marine. He's not serving actively now, but uh, he, he, he'd, he'd had a, uh, uh, one of those nights where he was out doing some wild things, and he fell and messed his leg up, and he walked through this door in the library at Mississippi State, and a young man, some, some of the folks we'd seen out, sent out from New Horizons would, were going out praying for people, encouraging people out on the campus. This guy, though, he wasn't from our church, had been a part of some of that. He called him as he came off the door and said, can I pray for you? And uh, he said, sure. And he said, can I pray for your leg to be healed? The guy prayed for his leg, and his leg was healed immediately. He took the, the bandage, the splint off of it, and he was able to walk around. The guy gets radical for Jesus, just surrenders to him in every way. The Lord brings a wife to him. Now they've got a, a, a little daughter and another one. Can I? Another one on the way. Yeah. Come on, celebrate with them. You know, Brent and Mary Cameron, they got another child on the way. Yeah. And they, they are so surrendered to Jesus. And they have been out in, at, uh, in California at Bethel. They've gone through their, their school at, 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 uh, in Redding, California at Bethel. And uh, they've been there two years. They're about to start their third year. Third year is not just training, y'all. It's not just for leadership. They're going through a mentoring process with, with other leaders there. They are actually, they have always said New Horizons is their home. They said this is their base, and this is their family. This next year, the third year at Bethel, they are actually launching. They, Brent's been in Mongolia, in Taiwan, uh, in the Himalayas, in Tibet. He, he's been all over the world. And, and Mary Cameron, we're hoping that she's going to get in there on some of the trips this next time. They've been working. He's been working out there, uh, making ends meet, but he's also had some support, and, uh, but this next year, they're actually launching full-time, and a part of what they're doing is going to be working with New Horizons, but out of California, so they're going to take a position here with us in our NEI. They've been in it already. We're just calling it like it is. They've been, been serving in that way. We don't know what we're calling it yet, but they're going to bloom and blossom in this next year, so we want to be praying for them. When, he, when Brent and I first jumped in, every Sunday morning we'd meet at McDonald's before uh, we went to our, our, our church gathering time. And uh, I met with him and another guy, and I called him Son of Thunder. He's the Son of Thunder because he'd be out on the parade field at Mississippi State every day reading the Word of God aloud. And not in a condemning way that you see some, some folks, but just loving people to Jesus radically sold out to Jesus. God's doing great things through him. After we have our meal today, he's gonna, they're going to be sharing a little bit more about what's going on with them in this next year. And uh, it's good to have a son and a daughter in ministry coming back home, and we want to welcome you and bless you. And Brent, come and share the Word of God with us. Everybody, let's welcome Brent and Mary Cameron.
Hey guys, good to be back. We, um, so uh, I got some goodies for you. Uh, is anybody here a just a sock? You like socks? Anybody here like socks? Raise your hand. You like you like socks? All right, all right. Yeah. This is uh, can you, Amy. Can you take this to to Mr. William? All right. This this what this is. This is a uh, Mongolian camel wool. From Mongolia, so. <laughs> what about a uh, what about a woman? Do we have a woman in here that likes like socks? Uh, I see you back there. Perfect. I'm gonna toss it to you. I actually got a bunch of stuff. I'm going to hand it out. Um, who's interested in spiritual warfare? All right, let's see. All right, this is, a, uh, this is a pretty simple book, but it's pretty insightful. It's called Shifting Atmospheres. It's about um, acknowledging, discerning um, spiritual, the spiritual climate and atmosphere and, and changing it for the kingdom of God. So. Um. Who likes Bethel music? Uh, I see you back there. Um, all right, so this is their new CD. Do you have this? Oh, you do? All right, well, I'll let you give it out to whoever you want to. This is, uh, this is Bethel Music's new CD. What's awesome is, um, uh, so I, I, every, every week I go to Bethel, uh, Bethel Music, and I hear the, the best worship band in the world, and I come here, and it's, it's so refreshing. And um, I love it. Um, so, I might save those for later, I don't know, yeah, um, all right, so, uh, so like Johnny said, we're, at, we're out at Bethel, California, uh, doing, doing ministry school, and we are launching out of here, um, let's, uh, um, and what, what I, what I see, um, what I see here is, uh, like Tim was saying, we're, it's like we're coming into a new season of, um, of, of family and identity as a body. And, um, and what, what I've been seeing is, uh, so I looked at Matthew 13 last night, and I saw where the, um, uh, you have the, the, the parable of the sower, where he puts it in on the path. Some, some falls on rocky ground, some falls on... Uh, in the thorns and thistles, and then on good soil. And so in the good soil, it yields 30, 60, and 100-fold. Um, and I, I really believe that, um, so, so this is how I'm going to speak to you today, is, is from this position. We are in a place of, of producing 100-fold, this body is. We're in, we're in a 100-fold place. Now what, um, what I mean by that is not, we're, we're not... What I'm addressing is not we're out doing all the stuff, even though we are out doing all the stuff, um, but I'm seeing it as deeper 30-fold, deeper 60-fold, deeper into 100-fold into our identity as a body and as, as individuals and as a, as a global body. Um, so this is, this is where you are in understanding and walking in your identity is you're 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 in that 100 fold 
fruit. That's, that's where we are as a body. I, I can see it. Um, I can sense it, and I believe it to be true. Um, seeking 30-fold, receiving 60-fold, advancing 100-fold. We are, uh, we, we are there. We are seeking, receiving, and advancing the kingdom of God. Um, and I've been, I've been camped out in Ephesians and Colossians these past, um, these past few months, and I, I haven't even finished the books yet. Um, I, I've, I've, been, I've just been in it. Uh, so Ephesians is about the, Christ, the church of the Christ, and Colossians is about the, the Christ of the church. And they, they just fit so beautifully together. When you, when you read them in tandem, they're so, they just fit so beautifully together. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, uh, to dive into Ephesians today. Um, chapters 1, 2, and 3. I'm going to hit all three chapters, but uh, to be adequate, that would take about a year's worth of Sunday sermons to cover all of that. So um, let's open up to, uh, we're going to start in Ephesians 3 and work our way back. I don't, so. That's all right. We were in Ephesians last week. Were you? Good. Well, maybe, well, maybe, maybe I'm, maybe I'm on, on target then. Um. Let's, uh, so I'm going to read a lot. I'm going to go through and read uh, uh, several passages in Ephesians. Hang tight. We're, uh, I'm going I'm to walk us through several different, uh, several different passages, explaining it. Uh, just hang with me. I'm sorry, but that's the way my mind works. It's just uh, we're, we're going to be... Um, so I'm, I'm going to jump all over. I'm going to go cosmic, and, and then I'm going to go down to, uh, to individual. So... Um, so we're going to start off cosmic. Uh, Ephesians 3, verses 3 and 4. It says, uh, so this is Paul, and he's writing to the Ephesian church. This is the Apostle Paul who gave most of our church doctrine. Uh, it says, The mystery was made known to, be, to me by revelation, as I have briefly written above. So, here's the, the revelation is what he briefly written, wrote above, which is chapters 1 and chapter 2. Um, to me, chapter 1 and 2 are the most, the, so dense with revelation. Um, and he says in verse 4, By reading this, meaning chapters 1 and 2, you are able to understand my insight, Paul's understanding, about the mystery of Christ. So, if you read... Chapters 1 and 2, you can have the same understanding, the same insight as the Apostle Paul. That, um, we, we have a lot of, uh, I, I've always had so many questions of what, why is it this book in the Bible? Why are we lacking this? Why, why, why is it this in the Bible? We have way more than we need. Um, I, you could probably, you could definitely survive off just Ephesians 1 and 2 and, and, and make it in life. Um, we have so much. But, um, so go, going, uh, going further, in verse 5, this, the mystery of Christ, this was not made known to people in other generations as it has now been revealed to his holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit. And he says, this is what is revealed, verse 6, the Gentiles are co-heirs, members of the same body, and partners of the promise in Christ, Jesus, through the gospel. 
this is the mystery that was hidden for all of ages. And he goes into, he says, so what is it? The, the Gentiles, we, are co-heirs, members of the same body, and partners of the promise in Christ. What, what are the, what's the common denominator in those three things? It's identity. This is who we are. We are co-heirs. We are partners in the promise. We are members of the same body. Um, so this, uh, this, this mystery that has, been, that has been revealed, as he's talking about, there's, there's this whole mystery of Christ that has been hidden for ages, but it's now revealed to us. We have total access to it. <clears throat> in, Colossians, in Colossians 1, you'll have to go there, it says, God wanted to make known to those among the Gentiles the glorious wealth of this mystery. Does anybody know what the mystery is? Somebody knows it. Christ in you, the hope of glory. We proclaim Him so that we may present everyone mature in Christ. This is what maturity looks like, is Christ manifested in us. Christ in us, the hope of glory. That is maturity. And, and when Paul is talking about declaring the mystery hidden for ages, he's talking about declaring and revealing, pulling out, manifesting Christ in you. That is, that is what he's talking about. This is the mystery hidden for ages. Um, and we, we now have total access to it. And it's all in Ephesians 1 and 2. Um, I, I, would, I would encourage you to dig out and camp in Ephesians 1 and 2. It is life-changing. Um, I spent months in it a few times, several times, and I can't, can't ever get out of it. Um, all right, now let's keep on going. Uh, so is everybody tracking with me? Everybody following? Yeah. All right, all right, cool. So, so in verse 8, Paul says, This grace was given to me, the least of all the saints, to proclaim to the Gentiles the incalculable riches of Christ, and to shed light for all about the administration of the mystery hidden for ages in God who created all things. All right, let's stop there. So this is where we're at. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just going to rehash it. Paul is revealing the mystery of Christ in us, God in us. That's been hidden for ages and it's now revealed. Okay, now, why is that? Let's go to verse 10. Keep on reading. This is because, or so that, God's multifaceted wisdom may now be made known through the church to the rulers and authorities in the heavens. Stop there. So this is a reality because God wanted to use us to demonstrate his multifaceted wisdom, the way that he thinks. He wanted to reveal his mind to the spiritual powers and authorities that we will never see. And it, it, it doesn't matter where you are, what's happening around you. God is always revealing his nature in a whole cosmic realm that we're, we're, we're barely aware of. We're barely aware of so God is doing something so much bigger than than what we can see and understand. We um, we get wrapped up in so much stuff 
so much pointless stuff. We get wrapped up in politics and uh, in all this, all this junk, all this stuff here on earth, and all these weird relationships, and and we're completely missing what God is doing among the earth and in the cosmos. He's a uh, he. He has such a bigger. Um, it's, it's, it should, the kingdom is bigger. I don't know how else to say it, but the kingdom is bigger. Um, the kingdom of God is actually bigger on the inside than it is on the outside. Isn't that cool? <laughs> That's really cool. Uh, so anyway, let's, go, let's look at uh, verse 11. This is according to the purpose of the ages which he made in, in Christ Jesus our Lord. This is the purpose of the ages, is so that God would reveal his, his multifaceted, manifold wisdom, the way that he thinks, his mind, we can understand it and display it, and, and the cosmos, the spiritual rulers and the powers, the angelic forces, the demonic forces, look at us, the church, and it doesn't matter what's happening around us, what we see, the nations are a drop in the bucket to him. The kingdom of God is so much vast, more vast. And it doesn't matter what our circumstances are, you can know that God has you in a place where you are revealing His wisdom. That's, that's, that's the purpose of the ages, that you are revealing how He thinks, what He's doing. And God could have just said, uh, y'all sit back and, and watch. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do these things. I'm going to make all this stuff happen. And I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do all these, things, all these signs, all these wonders in the world. But when Christ was revealed, he chose to use us. He chose us. As jacked up as the church is, he, t- he, he chose us to display how he thinks, how he understands. And when the world doesn't understand that, what we're doing is we're revealing to whole other beings that God has, has out there. I don't understand it, and if you claim to understand it, then you're probably a heretic or something. But, um, but this, I, so I'm, I'm trying to explain and show to you that it's so much bigger, so much more vast than what we, what we see and comprehend. It's just there's so much more. Um, And he keeps on going. Let's, let's move on now to Ephesians 18. Oh, sorry. Same, same verse. Or same chapter. Ephesians 3.18. So he's praying. Paul is praying for the, for the Ephesians. And he says, I pray that you may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the length and the, and the width the height and the depth of God's love, and to know Christ's love that surpasses knowledge so that you may be filled with the fullness of God. Remember back to Christ in you. That's what he's doing. That's what he's revealing. That's the mystery. That's what he's doing is revealing Christ in us, the body, in the church. And here he continues and he says, I, I want you to understand, I want you to comprehend the length and the width, the height and the depth of God's love. And I want you to know Christ's love, which is unknowable. He says, uh, he, he says you have the capacity to know the love of Christ, even though it's, it's, it surpasses knowing. 
It's a, I, th- I, think there's a, I think there's an IQ, an EQ, and an SQ. I think, the, uh, I think our spiritual intelligence is a, uh, that's, how we, that's how we can get the, that's how we can understand the love of Christ, uh, even though our, our small minds don't have the capacity to know it and understand it. Our, our spirits do. Um, all right, so there's the, big, there's the big picture. That's the big cosmic scheme of things. That's what God is doing in the, in the universe, in, in the entire kingdom. We've only stepped in. We've only begun to step in to explore his kingdom. Um, so remember, remember what I'm talking about. I'm, talking, I'm, I'm, I'm not bringing at you any kind of new revelation. I'm not bringing any kind of new teaching. I'm just speaking into where you are. I'm speaking into who you are, where you've been walking, where you're going, where we are as a body. Um, so let's, let's, let's back up. Let's come back down smaller. In, in, uh, in Colossians 1, it says, he, he, he has rescued us from the domain of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of the Son He loves. So we were once in a domain of darkness, and He has rescued us into the kingdom of the Son that He loves. We've been transferred out of that and into something else. And in John 3... He says, unless you are born again, you cannot enter the kingdom of God. You cannot see it. Um, when Jesus transferred us, when he died on the cross, he didn't want us to just be forgiven of sin, and now we, are, uh, we go to heaven when we die. We all know this. We, we, are, we are seeking, receiving, and advancing the kingdom. What, what, uh, what was the, you changed the wording of it, seeking, receiving, and advancing. Okay. You still got it? Okay. All right. So that's, that's what we're doing. Um, you don't enter, enter the kingdom of God so you can stand in it. That's not, that's not the point of it. Uh, you're, you're missing it. Um, when, when we come into the kingdom, we, we have the invitation to explore, experience, and advance. That's my, that's my wording for it. Exploring, experiencing, and advancing the kingdom. That's what we're, that's what we're doing. Um, seeking, receiving, advancing, exploring, experiencing, and advancing. And New Horizons, we are in that 100-fold. That's where we are. We are advancing. We have been experiencing it. We've been exploring it. And, and we've been walking in the kingdom, advancing it. Uh, we have, this, this little church has global influence. It's It's amazing. Uh, we have people all over the U.S., all over the world that call this place home. It's uh, it's incredible. Um, we we are advancing the kingdom. It's uh that's what we're doing. That's what you're doing. That's uh it's amazing. Um, yeah. All right, now let's back up into Ephesians one. We're we're getting back into uh into where we are. Who we are. Now, I just, I could read Ephesians 1 and 2 to you, but I can't do it. Um, So go to Ephesians 1, verse 19. This is another prayer that Paul is praying. He says, I pray that God would give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation of what is the immeasurable greatness of his power to us who believe. Okay. 
what is that power? What does that mean? His power is that just might and strength? What 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 does it mean? Um, he says it in the next verse. He says that he demonstrated this power in Christ by raising him from the dead and seating him at the right hand of the Father in the heavenlies, far above every ruler. Every authority, every power, every dominion, every title given, not only in this age, but also in the age to come. He put everything under his feet and appointed him the head over everything for the church, which is his body, the fullness of the one who fills all things in every way. So this is where Jesus is. He is over all the spiritual powers and authorities that it talked that we that we read earlier, that God is revealing His nature, His He's revealing His His thoughts, the way He thinks, His mind to all these cosmic powers, to all these spiritual authorities and powers and rulers in the heavenly places that we we have. I have no clue what they're doing or what it looks like, what they look like. Um, and He's demonstrated this power by raising Christ from the dead and seating him above all that. Now, let's go into Ephesians 2. All right, does everybody hang with me? I know I'm probably a little bit hard to follow right now, but this is just the way I think, so you're just going to have to deal with it. Um, all right, let's go to Ephesians 2, 6 through 7. He also raised us up with him and seated us with him in the heavens in Christ Jesus, so that in the coming ages he might display the immeasurable riches of his grace and kindness to us in Christ Jesus. So now he has, an, he has another, he, has, he also has a, something else that he's displaying to us. He's displaying his kindness. So he's, he's displaying to the world and to the powers the way that he thinks and his heart, his mind and his heart is being displayed through the church, through the body, to everyone around us and to everyone above us, whoever they are, whatever it is. This is, this is, what, he's, uh, this is what he's doing in us. He raised us up with him and seated us with him in the heavenlies in Christ Jesus so that he may display the immeasurable riches of Christ and his kindness to us. Um, so here's, here's, where, here's where we are. We are seated in heavenlies above those heavenly rulers, but we're, we're working it out on the earth. That's what we're doing. Um, your identity is a son and a daughter loved by a father, and you're seated in the heavenlies with Christ who is in you. And you, we have an open invitation to explore and experience and participate and advance in the, in the realities of the kingdom. There, there are these realities that we can walk in to advance the kingdom of God. Um, all right, so I'm going to share a story. Uh, that's all the scripture that I'm, that I'm, that was a lot of scripture, but uh, good job on dealing with it. Um, so I'm, I'm going to share a story of what that, uh, wh- what that can actually look like and what it, what it actually plays out to be. Um, so one of the things me and, me and Mary Cameron do, we do uh, New Age and witchcraft festivals, and we go to, the, uh, we go to, we go to some weird places and, 
and uh, we kind of do some weird things sometimes. But um, in these places, uh, I remember walking around, and I would, I would, const- I would constantly just get a, get a smell of, of poop. That it would just, it would, I would smell it as I'm walking through. And it's not, uh, nobody pooped on the floor. It's just uh, it's sensing what it actually is. That's where we came out of. It was just waste and garbage. That's what Jesus pulled us out of, the domain of darkness, and put us into, uh, put us into the kingdom of a son of his love. Um, so we were walking around, and um, we came back to our booth after, after smelling all that stuff out there. We came back to our booth, and, um, and we, we would have witches and psychics and all kind of crystal ball readers, uh, energy healers. They would all come to our, our booths, and they would, uh, uh, they would, uh, they, they would kind of see, okay, what are these people about? Some of them knew we were Christians. Some of them didn't. They just came because, hey, free, free prayer, uh, free, free healing. That's, that sounds good. They're, they're paying all the psychics and the witches and the energy healers, they're paying them for stuff. And then uh, they actually, by the end of the weekend, uh, all the energy healers that weren't healing people, they would say, go to that booth over there. They're, uh, and they should, they'd point to us and say, go there. And, um, and they would get results. Um, a lot of the psychics, um, when, when, when the psychics couldn't provide what people were hungering for, they would say, go to, go to, go to that booth, go to the, go to the Christian booth. They would send people to us. Uh, by, the end, by the end, they knew we were Christians. They knew we were proclaiming Jesus. And they were still sending people, go, go to the Jesus booth. Go there. Um, so I'm going to tell you, tell you a story of one, one lady. This dear lady came. And she came with a, uh, with a very, she knew we were Christians. And she came very smug. She came very arrogant. And said, um, I'll, I'll, see, I'll see what you got. Oh, we'll see. And just she just knew we didn't have anything for her. Um, so we were, we were praying for her. We were, uh, we were giving her some prophetic words and words of knowledge. And she would say, uh, she would say nah, that's, that's all right. That's, that's sort of, yeah, that's okay. That's right. But that's not right. You're, you're kind of right about this, but not, nah, not. I already know that. I already know that about myself. And um, so she would do this. She would do this and... So I, as as we were doing this, I just I just closed my eyes and and I said, "What's what's going on here? What's going on here?" And in my mind, I saw this black shadowy figure jump out and scream at me. I heard I heard, I heard a scream inside my head, and um and and I was like, "Whoa, that, that was interesting." And and the the witch turned to me and said, "She said my spirit God is very aggressive, isn't he?" Like that's some weird stuff. That's weird stuff. Uh, darkness is real, but uh, I mean Jesus is more powerful than that. It was intimidating. It was intimidating. But uh, but I just I said okay, I'm not listening to you. You don't have anything for me. You screamed. That's great. Um, Holy Spirit, what are you doing? What are you saying? And and he showed me that she had pain in her right shoulder. And so I said, you have pain in your right shoulder. And she said, oh, you mean my left shoulder? I said, no, your right shoulder. She said, oh, yeah, it is my right shoulder. She was, t- she was, testing, she was testing me to see, are, are, they, are, they, are they real? Are, are they authentic? And, um, and she, she said, yeah, it's in my right shoulder. 
So I put my hand on her shoulder, and I said, pain, come out in Jesus' name. And she said, there's no more pain in my shoulder. And all of a sudden, that smug, arrogant look was, I don't, I don't have a grid for this. I don't understand this. The, the, this is more powerful than I, than, than I understand. This, this Jesus. All right, and she did this for a living. She, she did witchcraft for a living. She earns her money. She gets people paid to come to her. And we said, yeah, come here for free. We're having a fun weekend. This is cool. That's, that's the power of God. Um, and so, so what happened was she said, actually, I've got pain in my back as well. And, and so, so we said, all right, well, let's, let's, put, let's put our hands on your back. And she said that our hands started feeling like fire. They started getting hot. And, and we said, yeah, that, that's a, that's, we've seen that a lot. That, that means that God is touching your body. That means that Jesus is healing you. And so she stood up out of her chair, and she bent over and said, I don't have any more pain in my back. And then you know what she did? She just walked off. She, she didn't know what to do. She just walked off. No, thank you. No, uh, no well, goodbye. No, it was nice to meet you. She just walked off. Just, she didn't know what to do with it. Um, so we went about our day and, and uh, praying for folks and, and doing other stuff. And she came back after, after it was over. She came back and she said, tell me more about this Jesus. Tell me more about Jesus. <laughs> this is a, wow, I, this, is, this is the reality of the kingdom that we, that we are seeing and experiencing here in New Horizons. This is, this is, what, we're, this is what we're doing. We have people all over the world. And, um, and we're all walking in the realities of the kingdom. It's, it's amazing. It's incredible. And, and so she said, tell me more about Jesus. And we, we, uh, we said, okay. We went into the blood, the gospel, the cross, the resurrection. We just, we just went straight into the gospel and, um, and what Jesus did. And she said, uh, she said okay, I... I recognize Jesus. I honor him and affirm him. I don't know if she got saved, but something changed. Something flipped, flipped in her. And, and, and after it was all over, as she was about to leave, she said, uh, do, do I need to stop levitating chairs and tables? And uh, so we said, said yeah, that's a great, great place to start. Let's just start there. Let's start there. Um, and so she recognized there is a power here that is much greater and much better than, than all the dark. I, I'm levitating tables and chairs. And she says there's a greater power here. She recognized that. She recognized that about Jesus. Um, I, was, I was talking to Chuck earlier about, um, I, I, was sharing, I was sharing with him about some of this. And he said, uh, I forgot what you said. But anyway. Uh, it was good, whatever it was, but um, <laughs> but for the first time, she she understood Jesus as a rule maker, a judge, um, as a uh, as a burden, as as you have to come and do these things. You need to come to church and do X, Y, and Z. And for the first time, she understood. She saw Jesus. We displayed His heart that He simply loves her. We, we displayed his mind that he, he enjoys healing people. 
He enjoys touching people's bodies and, and, and transforming people. He enjoys revealing himself, the way that he thinks and the way that he feels. He enjoys revealing that to us. So, um, so this is who we are. We are sons and daughters revealing the kingdom to the world and to the cosmic powers. That's a, we, we, have a, we have a cosmic purpose that we're revealing God's nature, His heart and His mind to the, to the cosmos, to the, to the spiritual authorities and rulers. And we're revealing His heart and His mind to the people around us. Um, so I, 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 wanted to, I wanted to come and uh, just kind of hit this and speak this into you and say, I see this in us. This is what we're doing we, we, we are experiencing and walking a hundredfold fruit. That's what's happening in our body right now. It's good. Um, so, I'm overboard. It's time to go. Um, I'm going to turn it over to you, Johnny, uh, for response time. And, uh, but I'm just going to pray real quick. Jesus, thank you for your kingdom. Thank you for taking us out and putting us, putting us in your kingdom, which is bigger than the outside. It's bigger than the domain of darkness. Fill us with your spirit. Let us see more of you. Let us display your heart, your mind. Let us have confidence in your power. Reveal, reveal Christ in us ever increasingly and daily. In Jesus' name.